Hello, Texans, and welcome to the Fuddruckers Players Show. I'm Mark Vandermeer, along with D.B. Sidhu, and our guest tonight is A.J. Moore. Before we get to A.J., and by the way, we're not at Fuddruckers, but we give away Fuddruckers gift cards. It's coming up in the next segment. It'll be based on information you hear in segment one, the question that you'll have to answer at Texans Radio at HoustonTexans.com, based on information you'll hear in segment number one. So remember that. But we have to get to this because the big story of the last 24 hours is Whitney Merciless and the Texans parting company. Well, Whitney, such a valuable member of this team for a decade. Nick Casario will have this entire interview for you tomorrow night on Texans Radio, and it's up on YouTube. But Nick Casario had this to say about the departure of Whitney. I know there's a lot of respect and admiration for Whitney, what he's done for this organization. He's meant a lot to a lot of people, done a lot of great things on the field and in the community, had a lot of great relationships with a number of different people and different teammates. So anytime you do something like this, it's always difficult. Uh, but ultimately, we have to make a decision and we have to move forward. And if you look at it just from where we are today, Gives some other players maybe another opportunity to go out there and play and perform. We've had some players early in the season, JG, D-Walk, Jacob Martin, you know, mm-hmm. some other guys. Charles has played a little bit earlier. So it just presents opportunities for some other players. So, you know, the door is open right now. There's Texans general manager Nick Casario on Whitney Merciless. That entire interview will be heard tomorrow night on Texans All Access. Okay, let's get to this now. Our guest is A.J. Moore, safety special teams player extraordinaire. And, A.J., is this your first appearance on the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show? First time, and I'm honored, man. Wait, we did not have A.J. on last year? I know we wanted to. And I don't think we ever did. I don't think we've ever even had him when we were out at Fuddruckers. No, we definitely did not have you at Fuddruckers. So, AJ, we used to do this show in person. And we're not doing it in person this year. People are listening like, why aren't you at Fuddruckers? Well, it's still COVID and Tier 2, and we're tested all the time, and, you know, crowds of people around you. And, look, you guys are tested all the time. I know if you're vaccinated, you can go pretty much wherever you want, but – you're probably still careful, right, about where you go and how you handle your life? Oh, uh, yes, sir, for sure. Uh, going into restaurants and into any public places, definitely still wearing my mask. All Does right. it make you nervous being in a, a crowded place, especially in Houston? Things I'm, You can enter in places and you're like, oh, this restaurant, there's a lot of people in here. Right, but having a vaccine, I'm not as worried. Mm-hmm. And I definitely still wear my mask. Go hand sanitizer everywhere I go. Just like here, every five steps there's hand sanitizer. Yeah, right. There's yeah. never a shortage of hand You cannot walk 10 feet without hitting a hand sanitizer <laughs> monument here at the stadium. But it's interesting because I think that this is helping us not get regular colds, the flu, whatever else you might have picked up pre-COVID. Now you're not getting anything because you're so careful. How much easier was the off season for you? Because I know I talked to you and your brother, CJ. Well, I'm sure we'll get into your your twin brother, CJ, about last year. You guys worked out together. But this off season, you know, things were opened up a little bit more. Did you do anything differently? To get ready for the season than you did the last year? Mm, not really. And we're kind of always to ourselves. Anyway, we go out back at home, back in Mississippi. So it's a lot of just open land, and we just get out there and get after it. Wait, get at All right, so what is get after it now? You guys like you like outdoor oh, activities. We compete, after, uh, we compete with each other. Like, mm-hmm. I would line up at tight end or slot receiver, and he will guard me and vice versa. All right, who's throwing? If whoever's whoever's with us that day. Oh, I want to uh, be that. And person. some most of the time is either routes on air, just to work on technique things and stuff. 
routes on air. Yes, sir. Yeah, and that makes you better as a player, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> Why not for covering and everything? It's <laughs> well, a good idea, right? Right. Are there a lot of players in Mississippi that come out and, and work out with you? Because I know there's pockets of places where, where guys work out, but you find uh, there's a lot we of go players back, there? We go back to our high school and try to help them as much as possible. And there are some guys that's close that are in the NFL that if we all have the same schedule, we will, uh, like, you know, get in a group text and set up a workout together at a gym that's close to us. You guys never think, oh, maybe let's go to California or let's go to Arizona or some I definitely want to do that. I definitely want to do that. Um, and we've been talking about doing it. But COVID stopped a lot of that stuff. Though. Sure. Yeah, so we wasn't able to do it for these past couple of seasons. What has this season been like for you? I know it's a major adjustment here. A lot of new guys. And you were just coming back. So how has it been for you, AJ? Tell us about it. We have a, a completely new team, but, man, I love all those guys. Uh, we have great energy in there. It's a, a lot of different characters in there, man, and, and I love them. A lot of high energy, uh, just good men in there, man. What's it like playing for Lovey? I'm sure you followed his career growing up uh, and in college as well. I've definitely uh, heard about it for sure, but I love playing for Coach Lovey. Uh, he, he just wants you to get to the ball, man, and take the ball away. It's a, a simple defense, and I love playing for it. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your recovery and everything because we missed you earlier on, so yes, how did that go for you? I definitely needed it. Mm-hmm. I was able to get back to 100%, and I definitely wanted to do that so I can come back and contribute to, to help my team get wins. And I'm at 100% now. I'm rolling, I'm flying. So. What what happened exactly? I don't remember because you were out there in camp, and then you weren't out in camp, and then you were on an IR. I took my, I took my hamstring a little, okay. and so it was precautionary, and – talk with Nick and he just he decided that I needed a little time to to get back to 100 and that's what we've done speaking of hamstrings now with Tyrod what have you learned about recovering from a hamstring injury they're so tricky because as a player you wake up one day and you're like okay I'm, I'm good and I'm ready to go but the trainers they they have to hold us back because you just can't go out there and just jump right back into the same you know routine that you was doing because just because you're thinking you're ready in your mind, your muscles and tissues just aren't there yet. So you just it's a it's a, a steady process. Uh, you just gotta trust it and build complete confidence in it, back in it before you go back out and jump into that same routine. But for mine, like I said, I barely tweaked it, and I was able to just take those three weeks and just get back healthy to be able to come back and, and fly around again. When you tweaked it, did you feel like it was something significant? It, it grabbed, and I was scared. It's a, it's a scary feeling, and it doesn't feel good at all. Uh, but it wasn't as bad as it, it felt, and thankfully. What, did it happen in practice? It happened in practice. Like in training camp? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I guess it could happen at any time, right? Sure. It, there's it nothing that really causes it. It's just a weird stop and start sort of thing. Uh, hydration, stretching. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you don't hydrate enough, you know, tissues are not moving correctly, so they could easily pop or strain and, and things like that. If you don't stretch, the same thing could happen. So they measure these things because I know in the in the dining room here, they have a monitor and it, they rotate different bits of information and charts, and they have hamstring strength. It's almost like a competition. <laughs> right, right. Right? I thought a- I saw you up there on top <laughs> recently. As you came back, or maybe I'm wrong about that. It definitely wasn't for the hamstring strength. Okay. Uh, and like you said, it, you're right. It is a competition. Mm-hmm. I would love to get up there, but my main focus is to be the fastest guy on the fi- on the team every week. Uh, I was just beat this week. I just found that out. Uh, Lonnie Johnson beat me. 
he ran 21.7. I ran 21 flat this week, so uh, definitely got to step it up. Are we talking it. about in the game? or That's in game. In game. Yes, so everyone in gets game. measured. Oh. Everyone gets measured. And wow. I take a lot of pride in that uh, to be the fastest guy each week. But I was beat this week, so. That I had seen his name on that, cause, yeah. and I did not. Re- I thought that was just during practice. I didn't realize those were in-game no, speeds. So you guys are when you're uh, your performance. They pick your top performance. Whoever your whatever your top speed in the game was. That that's whatever you get posted. You, I mean, there's how many reps in a game? Uh, well, for defense, it's probably seventy plays. For special team, it's probably twenty. Offense is, you know, seventy to eighty plays. But they would. That one rep that you got up to top speed, they're mm. gonna take your your high speed, and I lost this week, so I got it's time to go. Well, like it's I've always said, my, sure. my treadmill only only gets up to eighteen, so <laughs> I can't even imagine running at a twenty-one. So how yeah, how fast do you go in practice relative to the game? You don't want to go all the way full in practice, or do you at some point? On Wednesday, mm-hmm. work day, I definitely get up to top speed, and I probably hit twenty-one. Mm-hmm. 21 flat, 21 five. I practice. We 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 get out there and then practice on Wednesday now. So yeah, yeah, that's I mean, so. full live. Right, 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 right. Pads go, on. Yep. Yeah, yep. go fast. Yep. So when you're coming back from the hammy, you want to make sure you can do that well before oh, right, you take it right. to the game. Before field. I came back, I made I got up to top speed multiple times to make sure that I was ready to go. And to, it's really a mind thing to be able to just gain that confidence back into your your muscles and your ligaments, so that you know. If I can do it in in any workouts or in practice, I know when I get in a game, I'll be able to go. This is interesting because if Tyrod Taylor comes back to practice this week, mm-hmm. David Culley talked about how he has to sort of work his way mm-hmm. back up. You mm-hmm. can't just come back and practice and be ready to go. So when you would come back and you'd get to the top speed, were, were they looking to see how your body recovered the next day or to make sure you didn't have a setback? Uh, they would, and they'd be extra careful with the return, and I'm sure they're going to do the same thing with Tyrod. And as he should, like I said, you don't want to rush back into those things because they're tricky. You don't want to come back and, and retweak it, and now you're set back another three, four weeks, and that's that's not what, that's not what we want. So When you're coming back, do they ask you or examine you or both? How do they determine how you're doing? It's a little bit of both. You come in at treatment in the morning. they at asking you how you're feeling first and see if you're feeling anything. They do a couple tests on you, crank mm-hmm. on you a little to see – how your muscles are moving, then they get you out on the field and you moving around and ask you some more questions. How are you feeling? And if you're feeling good, like, cause every player is different um, and everybody bodies recover differently. So it's, it's really up to that player to, and when he gains that confidence and when he's ready to go. As a player, do they have to protect you from yourself sometimes? I mean, sometimes are you, do you say you're ready to go and you, 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 you may feel something, but you just so badly want to get back out on the field that you, you may undersell how you're feeling? I mean, they, does that happen? They definitely have to because, I mean, we're athletes. We're professional athletes, and all we love to do is compete, and we want to get out there and help our team. So they definitely have to, to, to hold us back sometime, and I would say they definitely had to do that with me. I felt like I was ready to go, but they they done the right thing by making sure, making me go at a steady pace, a nice slow pace, and making sure I come back and be ready to fly. So when they decided that you were ready to play, it was Buffalo, right? That was your first game back? Yes, ma'am. So did you sort of have that feeling, okay, this is going to be the week that I'm going to play, or 
even did you not feel like it was really any different from the week before? They were I just, knew they, they'd seen enough. I knew a week before that I was probably ready to go, but I needed mm-hmm. that extra week to just to like to re uh, to ramp back up and to practice and things like that because I couldn't just oh when I'm finally ready oh okay just throw him in the game no 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 because no. that's when those those uh, setbacks uh, start to happen. Just, like you can't just jump back out there as soon as you feel like you're ready. That's a good point because we remember a few years ago there were so many hamstring injuries yeah. on this team and mm-hmm. just like around the league you see all those and we would see guys get it, come back and then they would be out a few weeks later and it was just like one of those things that once you get a hamstring or a soft tissue injury and it's so much tougher to in back. Houston. This heat out here is Is that bad for hamstrings? Is I mean, I would think cold would be bad. Anything. I, I, I know. I've had it since stress. It's the, it's but the hydration. Our, oh, that's the part. The, the of hydration it. part. We sweat so much, and I mean, man, it's just tough. It's yeah. just tough. It's not the same. Well, I think you know that's a Houston thing for everybody, not just players, right? right. People have to stay hydrated in Houston. Stay hydrated, stay hydrated. Houston. <laughs> stay hydrated. Drink your H two O. All sure. right. So, how different does your body feel? after you've played on artificial surface versus grass? Do you notice the difference a day later game on grass versus artificial stuff? I love playing on grass, and I hate playing on turf. Really? The ankles, what that turf do, it's it's harder. It's artificial. Mm -hmm. Uh, What it does to your knees and your ankles, man. Even though it's got that bounce and those rubber tire particles or whatever's in there, no? I mean, it's – they say – I've heard of a thing. They call it uh, speed turf. Mm-hmm. Um, I run fast on turf or grass. Yeah, it it um, but they try to say that that's better, but I'm I'm definitely leaning more towards grass any day of the week. So I don't know how people would choose turf to over grass. You're like, too young. Do you have you ever seen the old Astro turf? That old <laughs> indoor <laughs> carpeting? No, you never. I have not, but I've heard about it yeah. just from older players players and uh they told me that it was brutal it's yeah it's like falling on concrete right so, <laughs> I, with a little padding i'm thankful to be playing in this era and yeah yeah to be out there on some some good turf and grass for sure so practice wise i noticed that when it's pouring down rain mm-hmm. you pretty much still practice outside like that's usually the <laughs> yeah. mode of operating right. it'll take lightning to send you guys it's lightning before they go inside right. Yeah, but you you prefer you'd rather be because I always this is interesting to me because I always found that well what if you're outside and it's wet do you not worry about slipping I would still rather you'd rather take that risk practice on the on the grass instead of the turf really it's that, that much of a difference it's that much of a difference to me and wow man what that I'm telling you what it does to the ankles and knees is not is not pleasant. So you need that special mentality when you're on special teams, right? Yes, uh, you're you're flying downfield. You got to go make a tackle. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff happening. A lot of high speed collisions. Take us through some of that. Your mindset, because it's a very different thing from playing safety, right? It is. Uh, special teams is all about want to. It's it's mm-hmm. every play is an effort play. You can't, and it's a it's a dog mindset, dog mentality. And what I always say, it's a bar fight. Uh, playing that gunner. And having two guys in front of you, and they're trying to block you from from getting down to their returner, and I call it a bar fight because it's so they're holding you, they're grabbing you, um, pushing you in the back, trying their best to get you on the ground. It's it's brutal, but I enjoy it. I love it. Uh, I like to to I take pride in being fast and physical, 
So, I mean, it honestly comes pretty easy to me because that's what I love to do. Do you change up your moves as a gunner? Uh, I do sometimes. Fake left, go right. <laughs> but it's not I, that easy. I just I win with I just my I just win with speed. I win okay. with speed. I I play to my strengths, fast and physical. Um, mm -hmm. so that's that's pretty much it. All right. So as a viewer, and this is not the Texans. This is all football. Mm -hmm. It feels like every other return has a flag. It feels like I know it's not <laughs> right. true, but as a viewer, it feels like that sometimes. Why is that? Why are there so many illegal block in the illegal block in the back? You see some sensational return. Monday Night Football had a sensational return called back flag. What I got to say about that um, is I f that could pop, uh, possibly be a flag on every play, mm. but they just got to let us play football. Like, okay. I mean, so that's it's pretty simple to me with that with that question, but they just got to let us play. And like I said, that could literally be a flag every single snap if they're looking hard enough or are being very too technical. But like, just let us play football. That you had a great uh, punt that you downed. It was right around the two. Yeah. I want to say it was before the half um, at Indianapolis. Is mm -hmm. that pro is on special teams? Is that one of your favorite plays to down a punt so close to the goal line? Do you That's definitely a big play because we get to pin them. We get to pin their offense. Uh, back deep and they got to drive a long way uh but my favorite play would have to be when we punt and i get the i get a chance to get a knockout shot on their returner that's oh, the best okay. play. uh and because it's, it's so cool because you got to time it up perfect it's kind of risky because you can either get a flag or or you can be the hero and make the play but i i enjoy it that's probably my favorite play all right, now what about as safety? How hard is it to practice and be good at special teams because mm -hmm. you're really good at special teams mm -hmm. and be good at safety too and hone both crafts? I mean, it's all for defense, it's all about knowing the playbook. Mm -hmm. Once you, you know the playbook, you, can, you, you feel confident and it's all about, you know, angles and stuff like that. But knowing the playbook just gives you a certain amount of confidence where you can just play super fast and you're not thinking. If you're thinking too much on defense, it's over. Like, you're just always going to be a step behind everybody, and you won't be able to make as many plays. So knowing the defense is the key. Knowing the playbook is the key to defense. You've had a couple of years in the league, so you've kind of gone through your, your rookie growing pains and, mm -hmm. and getting to know the defense. But how much of an adjustment was it this year with a new coaching staff coming in and a new defense? Was it easier to pick up this time around? Um. In the league, everybody runs the same thing. It's just different terminology. Um, but what I like about Coach Lovey is I feel like we keep it pretty we keep it pretty simple so that we can play fast. So it honestly was it it wasn't a hard task when he came in to learn his defense. He keep it simple for us so that we can fly around and make plays. So Yeah, and you know, you guys have been doing that. I know it's really tough right now. You get some right. issues, turnovers, things like that. I know you guys want to take the ball away mm -hmm. too. And uh you didn't get that done against the Colts, but that's a mindset for this defense and it's gotta be that way every week, right? Every single week we wanna take the ball away we you know, as many times as we can. Mm -hmm. Uh the goal is three times. Um we fell short a couple weeks and we wasn't like you said, we wasn't able to get one. Um this past week against the Colts, but we're definitely looking back to get back on track uh, this week coming up against the Cardinals. Yeah, what do you think of taking on the Cardinals? Here's a team that's undefeated. They're getting a lot of attention right now. 
I know you're not off to the kind of start you want to be, mm-hmm. but you get the job done this week. Everyone, Everyone's going to notice. <laughs> There's right, no right, question right. about that. So what about the task at hand here, AJ, because they're a really outstanding team? Mm, so, you know, obviously I'm not happy where we are as a team right now, but I like these kind of games. Why? Because you're the underdog. Mm-hmm. We have everything. To, they have everything to lose, and we have everything to gain. So we just go in there and play Texan football and just get the job done, and now everybody's going to want to jump back on the on the wagon, but we're not worried about any of that. We just want to go in there and play Texan ball and, and upset those guys. You guys seem to play so well at home, and then on the road it's just been really tough sledding these past few weeks. What do you think it is, and how do you get that turned around? We just got to play a complete game. We show so many great flashes of in each phase, but we just have to play a complete game and of complementary football, you know, where special teams – kicking the ball off and pinning them back inside the 20. If we're punting, you know, plus 50, you want to pin them inside their own 10. Um, KOR, get a great return. Um, You know, getting turnovers, giving the ball to our offense as many times as possible. Offense scoring fast and just feeding off each other energy, complimentary football, and we just got to play a complete game. All right, well, we'll talk a whole lot more about that when we come back. And also, we'll ask our question to win Fuddruckers gift cards. That's going to be fun as it relates to something you heard in this segment. It's going to be pretty easy to guess even if you didn't hear it, but I hope I didn't give too much away right there. All right, and I want to remind you that after this program, we have Texans All Access coming up. We'll talk more about Whitney. We'll talk about the game to come against the Arizona Cardinals. Texans replay airs tonight at 8 o'clock with John Harris. That's a program that you do not want to miss. And we'll have the full Nick Casario visit for you tomorrow, Texans All Access, at 6 o'clock as Nick and Johnny and I talk about everything related to the team this week, getting ready for the Cardinals, an undefeated team, and continuing to build the Houston Texans, what that is all about, especially how this time of year relates to the future. More with A.J. Moore coming up on the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show on Texans Radio. It's the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show with A.J. Moore, Mark Vandermeer, and D.P. Sidhu with you. Let's give away that Fuddruckers gift card, shall we? As we said, you had to be paying attention. So the first person who can email us, and we're going to use email, texansradio at houstontexans.com. That's texansradio at houstontexans.com. What was the question now? Where did A.J. Moore work out in the off season. Yeah. Where did he say he likes to work out in the off season, especially during COVID, but he talked about where he works out in the off season. Has two off seasons. Yeah, so get that right and uh email that answer right into Texans Radio at HoustonTexans.com and the first correct person, I might give away more than one gift card tonight. Why not? HoustonTexans.com. It's Texans Radio HoustonTexans.com. Email that answer in and we'll get you that Bud Rucker's gift card. Okay. Thanksgiving last year, mm-hmm. Texans played the Lions. It was a victory. And your brother, Ooh. CJ, plays for Detroit. Uh, and we did a feature. We mic'd you up. That was pretty awesome. You remember that? It was amazing. Uh, and it was, a surprise, it was a surprise to CJ that I was mic'd up. And when we was out there on the field at the same exact time, I let him know to uh, say hey to mom. <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm mic'd up, bro. Say hey to mom. And it was just, yeah. su- it was just super cool. Uh, it's definitely a blessing to uh, to be able to share the field with him. We've dreamed of that, and it's a dream come true. 
You know, before that Lions game, we actually did a joint interview, me and the Lions reporter, Tori Petri, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with CJ and AJ. And I, I don't think you – I think it was you. You didn't know. You just thought you were just doing an interview with me. Mm-hmm. And then CJ comes on, and he they were so excited. And I said, <laughs> well, how, how long has it been since you two have talked to each other? Uh, you guys talk every day. We talk every day. They talk every we day. We talk every single day. But they day. were super excited to do a joint interview, and we played a fun game of – I think it was called, like, Know Your Bro, like, how well mm-hmm. do you two know each other? Because you guys are identical twins, but you're pretty different, wouldn't you say, personality-wise? Well, uh, together, you guys are pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I mean, we, we definitely have uh, – I wouldn't say that we're different. I mean, I would like to say that we're the exact same. <laughs> uh, That's great. I mean – Definitely love that guy. He's he's funnier. That guy. Really? Is, you seem more outgoing. He's than him. hilarious. No, CJ. Okay. You guys are a, both very He should funny. be a comedian. Is there really? one? So I know a few twi- sets of twins, and sometimes one is the older sibling in a way. Even you know, it might have been born thirty seconds earlier. But I'm big bro. You're big bro. Okay. <laughs> all right. It's bro. kind of the roles of it all, right? right. So you're, you're the big bro. I'm older by a minute and some change. Mm-hmm. I take pride in saying that. <laughs> uh, he knows it. Um, but no, I mean the roles, we we move about it. The like, we're the, we're the same. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say about it. Um, when was the first time you were apart? The first time we were apart was in high school. I played in this All Star game um, for Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi Alabama game, um, and that was our first time being apart for a week. Okay. Yeah. How and tough it, was that? It was it was very different. It was tough, uh, but we talked every night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just calling him, and he was calling me. I was calling him, and we was just talking about how, I mean, what was going on up there at the game and throughout that week of practice and stuff. Well, is there is there a sense of competitiveness with you two? Because you you talked about running oh, yeah. routes on air and everything. So how does that work? Because you guys are such great friends and obviously twin brothers, but you compete. We compete at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who's faster, who's stronger. Um, literally, I mean, literally everything. Um, who can dress the best? Right. <laughs> uh, you know who cooks the best. Uh, literally everything. And th- I definitely, I would have to say that I'm, I'm better at more stuff than because he <laughs> he's not here to defend himself <laughs> yeah, either right. of course with twin brothers do you guys have your a bigger group of friends or do you just feel like the two of you really are each other's best friend we are each other's best friend um but i definitely got to give a shout out to three other guys carnell armstrong cameron williams and curtis michael uh those are our childhood cousins slash best friends and brothers so yeah, wow. Cor- Cornell was here right, right, right. for a while, right. so I didn't. I I think I realized when you guys during COVID that you guys were cousins yep. because you guys were both giving back in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. There were some storms mm-hmm. that had gone through the area, so um, so he so he's like an honorary brother oh, slash right, cousin right, right, of you. Right. No, we we're each other's best friends, though. So, uh, by the way, uh, Mississippi was the answer to our question. We'll get it out there now. That's where you work out in the offseason. And Ole Miss, so tell me what it's like. Andre Ware, who I broadcast the games with, uh, does some ESPN work. Mm -hmm. And he said, you go to Oxford, and it's just the greatest place in the world. Great college town, unbelievable atmosphere. I've never been there. I've been to a lot of college towns. You should go. I've been told that I should go. So tell me why I should go. It's the Grove. Mm -hmm. The Grove, the Square. Uh, It's just great people. 
uh, great hospitality. Uh, I mean, but if you go to a game on Saturday, you have to make sure you go to the Grove. It's the most beautiful thing and the the most fun thing ever. I got to check that out. Yeah, I've heard that it's an amazing atmosphere and everything. You know, Laramie, Laramie and um, AJ, you guys overlapped okay. for some time there mm-hmm. too. I was looking up the the years that you guys were there. I you played with him seasons. a year. I played with him a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we won. Uh, we won the Sugar Bowl that year. That's right. Yep. That's got to be so special to go to New Orleans with with your team, mm-hmm. SEC, win that bowl. Laramie caught a touchdown that game. He did? Oh, and we got a penalty because we celebrated so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Tackle eligible. Oh, yeah. Oh, very nice. I'll have to ask him about Celebration that. penalty. In the... So when you go to a bowl game, is that that's a business trip, but there's a lot of fun stuff to do as well. Is it – is it more fun to play in college in some ways? I mean, because this is a business, and I know you enjoy your life no matter what, mm-hmm. but what's the difference? The difference between college and the NFL? Yeah. Uh, Besides that you're earning a gigantic paycheck here. Right. But, <laughs> and no homework. Yeah, no homework. Although David Cully said to us, he said, they're going to class here. They're just going to football class. <laughs> right. You know, in college, you go to college class. Here you're going to football class all day. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, you definitely can look at it that way. Uh, I mean, because, I mean, I wake up. The What I love about the league is that this is the only thing that I do. Yeah. Going back to college, I mean, honestly, I hated going to class. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I definitely went, but, yeah, I dreaded going to class almost every day and having to, you know, having a three-, four-hour practice at the end of mm-hmm. each day. You know what I'm saying? Uh but uh, there's a lot of similarities in between, you know, with with both of them. Um, both serious about football. You were in the SEC, super high powered. The conference. baby NFL. Yeah, the, the, the baby. <laughs> the baby. I've never heard so, it called I've not that. Heard that one. Y'all have no, no. way. No, no, the baby. I've heard. You know, I've said the AAA affiliate of the NFL is <laughs> the SEC. The baby NFL. I like that. The SEC is the best, man, and uh, it was definitely an honor to be to be a part of it. I definitely take pride in it. There's a, there's a lot of people who feel that way. All right, so. You and CJ were both at Ole Miss together, mm-hmm. right? Did, were your roommates? We were roommates. All right, so that was there was no way that was not going to happen. No way. Uh, I probably couldn't room with nobody else though, just because we're both like kind of neat freaks, and if mm-hmm. you know if something was dirty or something like that, man, and if he didn't want to clean up, I'd call Ma. And, <laughs> and he, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it'd go the other way, but I don't know if I could room with anybody else. Also, your wardrobe doubles. Which is great. Oh, yeah. Because you could just wear each other's clothes. Fact. Oh, I mean, that's true. I right. mean, why would you want to share a room with anyone else? And we did that. We you did, did. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? Do you guys How? fight about clothes the way sisters do? No, 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 no. No, no, no it's no. okay if he borrows your stuff. Right, right. How many times have you tried to fool people? Like, you tried to be him, he tried to be you. We didn't. On a date or something like that. On a date? <laughs> I don't know. So that's weird. like the that's first thing I would think <laughs> of. I was going to say in, in class. We did We did the class thing. Oh, you did? We did okay. the class thing in sixth grade. Um, we could have went the whole week. Mm-hmm. He, we, we changed classes, um, and the teacher never knew. Wow. We had to, like, you know, tell it off. But we could have went forever. Oh, like, really? And it was crazy. And our friends knew so they in there just laughing the whole time laughing at the teacher because they really just don't know and it, 
That was pretty funny. What if one of you is really good at a test or something? It's like, hey, I'm here I'll to take, take it the twice. test. He was better at math. He was better <laughs> at math, and he, he definitely <laughs> helped out. Are you we ready to confess? Really, <laughs> <laughs> you guys could have really taken advantage of this. Just ha- one person go to the same classes and you know, take the same test. Mm-hmm. Were you guys that identical growing up? We were. We were. Uh, in college, it was a, a bit different. He chose uh, finance route, and I chose engineering, so – we definitely couldn't switch classes oh, uh, no. in college. No, not at all. I didn't want to deal with that, and he definitely didn't want to deal with my engineering class. All right. A.J. Moore is with us. We've got one more segment here on the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show, and we'll ask him some rapid-fire stuff about his life, and maybe C.J. comes into play again. You never <laughs> know. It's the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show on Texans Radio. Fuddruckers Texans Players Show. A.J. Moore is our guest tonight. Mark Vandermeer and D.P. Sidhu with you. And we've got Texans All Access coming up next, so we'll talk about everything happening. So, Whitney Merciless, we didn't get to this yet with you, mm-hmm. but uh, Whitney's no longer with the Texans. And we bring this up because you've been around here a while now, and Whitney was here for almost 10 years. So, tell me, when a player leaves like this, it's got to be tough. The guys know it's a business, but it's also tough to say goodbye to people. And you were mentioning early on, that it's a brand-new team. So you had to say goodbye to a lot of guys from last year to this year. What about that dynamic of it, AJ? Man, uh, first, I just definitely got to give a shout-out to Witt, man. Uh, for, when I first got here, he was one of the one of the guys who, you know, welcomed me here at the Texans, and he's just a great leader, uh, a great man, a great friend, great teammate, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously a great player, and he's done some great things here for the Texans, and I'm thankful and, and was honored to be able to share the field with him. Well, that's that's outstanding. I mean, he uh, he helped so many guys and so pillar many. in the community and everything like that. So uh, he was a regular on this show, and whenever we would go oh, to yeah. Stafford, mm-hmm. that was Whitney's location. Yeah, that <laughs> he, was his own. He private. brought out he brought out some people. I don't know if we had anybody him. else on that in that location. We never brought anybody else. I think uh, other than uh, during bye weeks, I think mm-hmm. we had Andre Ware. Yep. There once or twice, but that was Whitney's location. So yeah, that's it. We do. We definitely will miss him on the radio shows as well. All right. So fun. normally we would be at Fuddruckers if it was non-COVID and all of that, AJ. And would you be partaking in anything like a milkshake or a burger? Like, do you eat super healthy or have you changed your ways? Uh, did you ever eat unhealthy? How, talk to us about that aspect of it, because you're a professional athlete. You got to take care of your body. I've gotten better this year specifically uh, with my eating. Um, shout out to Lad and shout out to Jacob for that. They push me every single day. I always checking what's on my plate whenever you know lunch or dinner uh, and breakfast. But uh, uh, I'm still kind of uh, a unhealthy eater. I I got to, I gotta have my Popeyes. I gotta have my Popeyes. And so that's your weakness. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> I would if we were at Fuddruckers, I would definitely be having a burger right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shake? Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> He's having a burger. Fries. Why, why They're hypothetical. I feel like I want to go get one right now. Why actually, not? So. I feel like it's hard to eat unhealthy, though, in, in the cafe because there's everything. There's a healthy op- oh, alternative here. for everything. It's impossible. So what are they look? They're looking to see if you're eating vegetables they or protein. They had gluten-free muffins this morning, and I asked for the gluten to be put back in. <laughs> Can you please, please put the gluten back in my muffin? No, there I'm was, kidding. They was, were actually really good. There was queso one year, and I was like, they're for sure not serving <laughs> queso. So I asked, I, I asked, La- I think I asked Lad. I was like, what, what is in the queso? And he said it was like cashew milk. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. It they, wasn't bad it was at all. Good. They it do a great me. job of uh, making sure we have, you know, every the the best of the best to eat every single day. 
Um, but as far as what they be looking for on my plate is maybe not enough greens. Mm-hmm. I mean, who likes greens? Or you know the the veggies. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. But uh, so that's your you just need more. They green. they push me to eat more veggies every single day. Listen, Jonathan Joseph didn't have a salad until he was about 34 years old. That's true. So he you're hated okay. Greens. Yeah. I, in, in fact, you know, he didn't have a salad until a couple of years before he stopped playing. I mean, he, he might still be playing if he just stuck to no salad. I don't know. I just, think not everybody's got that genetic yeah, makeup, of course though. Not. Of course. For sure. Uh, AJ Moore is with us. So uh, what about your pregame routine? What do you like to do? You like to listen to music? What do you like to do to get fired up for the game? You're going to go out there and you're going to hit some people, and it's got to, you're such a nice guy. There's got to be some sort of personality change that occurs. When and how does that happen, AJ? So for me, it's a it's a build up each Sunday. Uh, you know, it's Sunday morning, so I wake up, throw my gospel music on, get about four or five songs in, mm-hmm. and then so that's smooth. You know, sometimes I got some upbeat gospel going, but before I get to the hardcore rap right before <laughs> before I get to my hardcore rap right before we go out for kickoff or kick mm-hmm. you know uh, I, I build I listen, throw a couple country uh, songs on really okay something just still smooth and right. then, like I said it's a, like a little ramp up period this right. is a transition we go gospel country and then like smooth then the rap R&B not, not quite <laughs> not R&B but just like soft rap I guess slow yeah. rap okay like, you know yeah. and then yeah. uh, but right before kickoff it's time to turn it up the real heavy stuff we we throw some 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 pretty tough stuff. Huh? Wait, well, DP knows all the all the rappers. <laughs> I mean, Sam. I mean, I'm more familiar with like, Mark, which isn't really. Is it like the baby and <laughs> uh, little baby and da baby? They, uh, future, future, little baby, yeah. little dirt, money man, money bag. Mm-hmm. You know all of that stuff. We he, talked to Terrence Mitchell about money bag. He liked all the monies. Little okay. money, money bag, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we made him rank all the monies. I think Future, if I took a poll, all-time Texans' favorite yeah. rapper, Future is the guy. He's he's the guy. He's, you know, I mean, most, it's a debate who's better. Between. From, some people won't agree with this, but the Drake and Future. Mm-hmm. I, some, like, Drake is better, but for, for what we do on game day, like, I got to go with I okay. Go yeah. Future. So I. So they were on tour together a few years right, back. Right. It was during. It was. It was here. It was in our stadium. Yeah. It was Drake and Future. But yeah. I again. See, I see your point. Who opened the, Future? No, Drake was the main act. But yeah. the, you know what? They both. It was like Drake would come out for a few songs, mm-hmm. and then Future would come out for a few oh, songs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a big Future fan, but I've started to like Future because. We play him so much mm-hmm. at practice and pregame. Mm-hmm. Like I hear so much Future just being a part of this team. Yeah, I no. was like, this must be a player favorite. All right, so so me give me the oldest school musical artist that you listen to that you like. <laughs> oh, like, so something from the 90s or 80s or – I mean, is there anybody? AJ's <laughs> face is like 90s. 90s. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, me too. You're asking about this. That's like so the long oldest, ago. The oldest, oldest music? Yeah, yeah, like, you know, old school. Like if I What say, is old school to you? You know? Old school to me mm-hmm. is uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm wincing. I'm I'm gonna, I, I'm ready to. I'm duck. wincing for you. <laughs> any any genre? I mean, are anything, yeah, yeah, anything. anything. Okay, uh, I don't know. Uh, Prince. 
All right, Pri- Prince. Okay, Prince. he goes back into the eighties. That's new. Pr- no, I'm just kidding. It's new, uh, <laughs> but yeah. No, but that's <laughs> it, yeah. That's a good. That's solid. That's, that's very solid, solid AJ. Yeah. It makes me feel good because I know the Prince you know catalog pretty Prince. well. So. <laughs> That's that's good. Yeah. yeah. And country. So when you, you started listening to country because just growing up in Mississippi? Oh, um, when I bought my first truck. Oh. I got into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Was that being in Texas? N- not being in Texas. I bought it back in Mississippi. Um, but for some reason I I bought my first truck. I let the windows <laughs> down and it that's kind of how it sounded in some of yeah. the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't think I can play future in this. This has yeah. to go country. Well, I but think you're writing a song. I, I bought my truck. I rolled my windows, windows down. down. <laughs> That's I took a spin around goes. town. And That's I've got the rhymes right here. We oh, can perfect. just go. That's kind of how they go. But definitely bumping some Luke Combs every time I step in the truck. Like, for sure. Have you been to the rodeo here? I, when it was, when it was I have. I have. I have. One. Uh-huh. And I was looking forward to it this past offseason. But, you know, it was yeah. canceled yeah, because canceled. of COVID. Yeah, I feel like you would really appreciate that just being growing up in the country and you're in Houston. I love it. I threw my boots on, had my hat on, uh, pearl snaps. I was oh, (laughs) yeah, I was ready. Well, we do a video. uh, (laughs) We normally take a player around the rodeo and do all this stuff. So maybe you can do that for us when the rodeo comes back. Please, all right, that'd be nice. Hey, we've just signed you up. AJ, (laughs) thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, so there's AJ Moore and a great visit. AJ, thank you so much and. For more on A.J. Moore, for more on A.J. Moore and his brother C.J., we did a special feature called The 53. Tyler Sudarth is our lead producer, and he put this baby together. And it's on our YouTube page, and it's on the website, HoustonTexans.com. Might be hard to find on the app to navigate through that, but it's on the YouTube page. If you go to our YouTube channel, which you should subscribe to. I mean, come on, if you're not subscribed to that, what are you doing here? Come on, let's do it. Are you late for class? Anyway, all the 53s are there. That's our... 30 for 30 kind of thing, if you will. Much shorter, so you don't have to spend the whole weekend watching it. But it's like a seven-minute or so feature, and you're going to love that. And it's great stuff on A.J. Moore. His brother, C.J., unbelievable mic'd up we did with those guys last year. So it's all there on the website. Go to HoustonTexans.com and check it all out. And while you're there, check out tickets for the Rams game. That's on Halloween. It's going to be Kids Day, the Rams in town. Let's see what they can do in their return to NRG Stadium. But the matter at hand is the Arizona Cardinals game coming up this Sunday, 325 kickoff live right here. And DP and I are going to talk about that next on Texans All Access. Then we'll have Texans replay. Let's settle in, folks. It's Texans Radio.